What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go papertarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Go behind the wheel, under the hood, and beyond with Car Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Hi, and welcome to Car Stuff. I'm Scott. And I am Ben. You are you. We are, of course, joined by our super producer, Noel the Lambo Brown. The Lambo. I think that's a cool one. Uh, that's, that's pretty cool. I do like that one. You know, if somebody, if, for some reason, you started having the nickname The Lambo. Yeah. And you have to have that definite article on the front, The Lambo. Of course. Uh, you, you know, you'd feel pretty cool. If you just said Lambo, you might think, uh, like, lamb, like a like precious yeah. little lamb. Yeah. Well, or maybe, uh, I don't know, is, is the name Mr. 3000 already taken? <laughs> I think it is. That's a movie, isn't it? Well, there's Andre 3000. There's also, I think there's a movie called mm-hmm. Mr. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the connotation of that, so I better not uh, better not touch that one. Yeah, you so want a nice round number. We are here today to make good on a promise that we made in an earlier episode. Oh, yes, years back. And, so. uh, and actually, going deeper than that, actually, really, there's a, there's a, a promise. We actually, okay, maybe we blew this one just a little bit because of the timing, <laughs> and that was unintentional. But today we're going to talk about the Gumball 3000 rally. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is more of an update, really, because we've done this one in the past. Yes, in December of 2009, we took a look at the origin and genesis and present at that time of the Gumball 3000. Yeah, we'll reiterate a little bit of that, sure. but uh, but not um, as in-depth as we did in that one, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one was kind of a, uh, you know, more of an explainer about uh, what it's all about and um, who, who the players are and mm-hmm. you know how it became a thing. And there's there's some important updates to make. Right, of course, and that's why we're here. We're going to do this, but there's a uh, there's some other news that um, I think our car stuff listeners are going to find interesting, and I, I, maybe not as interesting as we find it, Ben, but it's interesting indeed. And I, I had some friends that thought this were, was interesting as well. This is a weird one. Okay, so uh, first things first, uh, you don't have to listen to our 2009 episode before you listen to this. It will help. Yeah, you will get a lot more context and perspective and history. But just the quick and dirty explanation, when someone asks you, hey, the Lambo, what's a what's the Gumball 3000? <laughs> Your answer will be that it is a yearly celebrity motor rally, not a race. And most importantly, it takes place on public roads. Ah, that's a very important point to make is that it's not a race. It is a rally. And a lot of rallies, um, make, make sure to make that very, very clear. You said 3,000 miles, right? Yeah. Seven days. International, so this goes, uh, this crosses borders. In right. fact, this crosses continents. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a huge event. It's, uh, you said celebrity motor, uh, motor rally. Um, they, they get musicians, they get, uh, ce- celebrities from movies, uh, they get industry leaders of, of all sorts that, that want to participate in this. They get people that are just obscenely wealthy that want to participate in this. Um, and I say obscenely, I guess maybe, uh, people with a, uh, you know, high net worth. Yes. That, that have money to blow on specialty cars, that have, you know, a week to take off to, to engage in extremely extravagant parties and stay at five-star hotels and uh, just hobnob with, uh, you know, the, the who's who, I guess, of the, of the time. 
Right. Because this has been going on for a long, long time, since uh, 1999. That's when it was begun. Mm-hmm. Or that's when it began uh, in 1999. So this is the 18th year this year in 2016. Mm-hmm. And congratulations. Yeah, that's right. Uh, they, they had a successful run this year as well. So, uh, again, the Gumball 3000 is still in existence in 2016, and it seems like it's going to be going on for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. So, Scott, before we continue any further, I think it's time to let the badger out of the bag, to let the camel out of the can. To I'm just making up phrases. Where are these all coming from? <laughs> I think I've heard you say the badger one, and I was going to tell you that I like that expression. That's a good one. Yeah? Better yeah. than camel in the can? I, I like that better than let the cat out of the bag. I like the badger out of the bag is better. There's something to be said for alliteration. I agree. (laughs) I agree. Uh, Maybe some writing headlines all these years. But our point is that we received, uh, we received a very interesting email way back in, way back in March of this year. Yeah, uh, interesting indeed, Ben. Here, and I'll, I'll, I'll read most of this, not all of it. Yeah. So in late March, we received this email. It says, "Longtime fan here from London." Started when I came across your show after a visit to the Stuff You Should Know website, our webpage, having listened to How Stuff Works podcast for a while. After many podcasts, it's got me thinking that perhaps you might be interested to do a show on the company I work for, Gumball 3000. All right, so this is just kind of coming out of nowhere, right? Dun, I mean, dun, dun. Just one day I was at work and this showed up, so this is interesting. It says, we have interest worldwide and a huge following in the States especially. You may or may not know who we are, but we shouldn't be hard for you to find... Uh, find out a lot about us understatement of the yeah i mean we already knew who this is right we've done this we did the show uh seven years prior so in a nutshell we are what many describe as a rock and roll rally driving three thousand miles in seven days across various continents while having crazy parties dinners converts and charity auctions along the way now that's something new actually Mm -hmm. uh the gumball 3000 has always had a mystique surrounding it from rumors of how hard it is to get on the rally or how expensive it is to the crazy cars which get built just for this occasion, and the things that do or do not happen at our parties. And there is, there's a lot of, like, rumors and wives' tales about what happens at these parties and, and mm-hmm. the whole thing, the whole event. Um, he says, I or we can provide you with lots of information regarding the events, and there's a lot of contact on the web regarding us from also from where we have been to the celebrities that have attended. That means, like, all the cities that they've been to. You know, there's a lot of information out there. A mm-hmm. lot of people see this. Uh, we are now far more than a rally for supercars and wacky ones at that. Gumball is now a lifestyle brand with an apparel line, charity foundation, hedge fund, and an H&W networking events. Oh, you know what, H&W? That's high net worth. Uh, networking events, let alone the amazing parties we ha- we host year-round. That was news to me. Year-round parties. I didn't know yeah. that they did that. Yeah. He says, I'll be, it'll be great to hear your feedback on this. And then here's a little side note. This is maybe This is maybe the most interesting part of the note now that we know what we know, Ben. Look out for some post. Right. When we first read that, we weren't quite sure what that meant. Yeah, this is from a guy named Lee Bailey, mm-hmm. and he's in uh, client relations for the Gumball 3000 Entertainment uh, Company. And Lee, again, just reached out to us. We, we didn't contact them first or anything, but he says, look out for some posts. And I thought, well, that's interesting. That's so, cool. Yeah, yeah. We'll see what see what arrives. That's I think it's great. It was a great suggestion to take a closer look at the Gumball Rally. And we decided we were going to do it. Scott, you corresponded with him a little. I, I did, uh, but but I only corresponded after I received that post. Now, you want to tell them what we received? This is, this is impressive. So... Uh, Gosh, just a few days afterward, we received uh, we received a mysterious black envelope. Yeah, I thought it was an album. It felt like a uh, like an old vinyl album. Right. Yeah, like an old uh, EP or something. Yeah, and a big black envelope. So uh, we received a uh, we received a handwritten note uh, from Lee that said it was from the Gumball headquarters. And asked us, uh, again, if we, we'd be interested in doing the show. Um, and he said, it, you know, it's an exclusive event. There are rumors and stories about the rally, its cars, how you can join parties and such. And said it should make for good listening, which is a great point. Okay, but that's kind of an open-ended note, right? It's right. just like, uh, here, you know, we thought you might be interested in the story. But that was not the only thing in the package, my friends. We also, uh, you know, he gave us his business card, which is very nice. Oh, very Ben, you're, you're teasing us. Just, just come out with it, man. What, what was the best part of this whole envelope? We got invited to the Gumball Rally 3000 2016. Yes, and the invitation itself is incredible. It's, it's really, it, I'll, I'll be honest with you. This is something, and I'll, I'll take a photo of this and post it on our Facebook yeah, page. Yeah, please do. It goes along with this episode, but 
Uh, this is a this is an impressive invita- invitation, and you can find these online from other people who have been invited. But this one says Maximilian Cooper invites Scott and Ben to participate in the 18th annual Gumball 3000 rally, and it, this is a a very heavy piece of cardboard. Uh, it's black cardboard. It is embossed, so it's uh, it, it has some uh, texture to it. Gold, white uh, print, and you know, of course, handwritten uh, calligraphy. Scott and Ben. Um, Dublin to Istanbul, you know, the Gumball 3000. It's very impressive. There's a front and back. The back has a map of the route, uh, you know, where they'll be traveling. 3,000 miles, 100 cars, uh, seven days. I think it says 12 different countries. Uh huh. And I thought, holy cow, this is, a, this is really, really cool. This thing, I'll be honest with you. This this uh, invitation is worthy of framing and putting on the wall. It's, it's yeah. that impressive. It's really cool. I'd like to find a way to do it. We could see where you could see both sides, maybe in glass or something. Sure. But, yeah. Uh, it's difficult to do that, but it's really really impressive. Uh, I think Ben and I are going to have a fist fight over who gets to keep this eventually. Probably. But, uh, we'll put it on the wall here at the office, and, and it's something. Of we'll interest. maintain a truce for now. Yeah. For now, we're okay. We're still friends. But uh, <laughs> but it's really it's really an interesting thing, and and yeah. super. Jack to get this in the mail. It was just really exciting, like an adrenaline rush almost. Because mm-hmm. I never thought I'd be invited to something like this. And, you know, whether you like it or don't like it for many reasons that we'll talk about, you know, in, in this episode. Right. Um, I still think it's really cool to be invited. I, I'm super appreciative of it. And we're recording this a few days. Uh, let's see. We're recording this as the rally is ongoing, actually. Yeah, yeah. It's ongoing. Because it started on May 2nd. Yeah, so they're in progress right now. They're actually holding this rally, and uh, I guess that gives it away that we didn't participate in this year's rally. And uh, there, there are a lot of reasons for that. In fact, there's uh, many thousands of reasons that we're not uh, not there. <laughs> uh, and then, which will come up in my note here in just a moment. Now, what I initially thought, Ben, when we received this, and we'll get to a little bit more meat of this subject sure, in sure, just sure. a moment here, but what I initially thought with it when we received this, and I was kind of you know showing around in the office, you know, because of show off like that, right? You're basically so, the Kanye West of how stuff works. For that day, I was, yeah. <laughs> for that day, I was. So, so I was showing everybody this, and you know, I, I don't know if everybody quite got how impressed I was with this thing, or they right, knew how impressed right. I was. They weren't really that impressed, but um, I thought it was more of a symbolic invite. You know that uh, you know we want you to do this this show on the thing, but um, we know that you're probably not going to you know drive out here in a supercar, uh, you know, bring bring it over to Dublin, Ireland, and uh, and and race in this actual rally. But I wrote back to the guy. I wrote back to Lee. Did, yeah. And I said, you know, hey, I'm just curious, what, is this, uh, what does this actually mean? Because I, I had different opinions from other people. You know, they were saying, like, no, this is an invite to participate. And I thought, no, no, they want us to cover it as media, maybe. Or, you know, right. just, just here in the States, you know, just do a, a show about it. Uh, turns out, you know, after I wrote back and said, you know, I'm trying to figure all this out. We've got only got a month to do this. And the logistics of it are, are blowing my mind because yeah. we have to find a way to get a car, and not only that, get the car, use it in the rally, and return it in a different country. And with my criminal record, that's no small. Thing. <laughs> and we've heard we've heard some uh, speculation about what it costs to enter this rally. I didn't outright ask that, right? But I was asking about hotel accommodations and you know how it would all work out because I was just curious right. about this whole thing. So I wrote back, and you know, um, just a day or two later, got a response from Lee, and he said, "No, indeed, that is a an invite to participate in the rally. We thought we'd invite you." And uh, so cool. Grant, Thank you again, Lee. An incredible gesture. Very nice. But uh, but I'll be honest with you. Uh, when I got down to about three quarters of the way down um, this list, the the um, the entry fee is what is the big hold up here on this. It is an exclusive rally. It is exclusive. Yes. The entry fee for this rally this year is thirty five thousand British pounds. Now, that's for two people and one car. And it covers everything in the event so that, you know, the thirty five thousand is just just what you pay. Uh, to get in, and then everything is covered after that. You're, you're taken right. care of. Yeah. Uh, you get five. You know, all the five star hotels, the breakfast, the lunch, the dinner, the exclusive parties, the concerts they put along the way, all the events, everything. You know, the the driving events they do at uh, at, at um, you know Formula One circuits on the way. Um, just incredible things. Mm-hmm. You know, meeting and greeting um, celebrities along the way, and, and notable. Um, you know, uh, I think they met some F1. Uh, people as well in this right they're models going, they're race car yeah. uh, race car drivers right. rock stars and if they haven't yet been because they're in progress they will yeah so i looked up what thirty five thousand british pounds is in u.s dollars and oh it, man what you why are you going to do this <laughs> it's fifty thousand five hundred and sixty four dollars and fifteen cents now i understand it's an exclusive event and it was sure. it's such an honor to be invited to this thing but i i just can't simply can't front that the company is not going to front that for us i don't think ben and well, we for me, it was mainly scheduling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's a super nice offer, Lee. Yeah. We really do appreciate it, and we'd love to make it work. And he says, you know, 
we only had four weeks this year to try to make this happen. Maybe next year we can make it happen. I like the idea of that. Yeah, that'd we be can great. think about it. Because who knows what happens in a year, right? Maybe, right. uh, maybe we're bought by a parent company that says, Hey, let's send Ben and Scott over to Europe to participate in this thing. That'd be great. Or hey, maybe a lot of fun. one of us publishes the great American novel. But man, can you, <laughs> yeah, maybe <laughs> one of us. And I'm not writing right now. So keep, get to work. I'm on, um, I'm but, on it. But anyways, the, uh, yeah, anyways, I, I don't know how to overemphasize this enough that we're, we're just super excited to be invited to this thing and, and totally unexpected. Came out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, Really appreciative of that, and I wish we could have made it work, but it just wasn't possible this year to do, to do it. Um, so that's where we're coming from. We got this invite. It's really, really cool. We're going to hang it on the wall here. Mm-hmm. And uh, this year's rally, as you said, is underway, and I uh, wish we could be there, but we can't. There's some interesting things that have happened in the last seven years since we talked about it, and mm-hmm. there's some criticisms. There's also some good things that have happened. Right. Um, you know, the one thing that they have added that I think is uh, is really impressive, and this is one thing that a lot of people pointed to as being a problem with this rally, and and we'll kind of temper these along the way with you know a pro con thing. Well, yeah, let's do pro con. Yeah, because uh, you know the cons are that you know this is just a, a crazy event for super rich people to get together and show off and uh, and to act bad, act poorly, you know, mm-hmm. to uh, to kind of uh, break the rules and you know knowingly break the rules because they're paying for it. Right. Uh, you know, a lot of people say that's uh, that's what they're doing, and they're not really doing any good, you know, along the way. They're just uh, it's kind of a, a self serving thing. Yeah. And uh, that was a lot of the argument that we had uh, against it, and not we, but uh, people had of it back in 2009. Yeah. That's, that's changed as of 2013. Why is that? Because they are now a charity event. Mm-hmm. And I know that I think along the way they had done some other smaller things, but right now uh, they've actually they, they've teamed up with a lot of different uh, children's charities, I believe. And they have something called the Charity Grid. And this is interesting because every uh, gumball participant now is asked to uh, use that opportunity, you know, the the, uh, the, the the starlight, I guess, the you know, the limelight, in order right. to get people to donate to uh, these charities. And the, the, the way they work this is that and the way they encourage people to get, you know, people to send money, or, you know, whether it's uh, friends, family, relatives, whatever, or, um, you know, wealthy uh, celebrities that they know or something, you know, along the way right. to write some big checks. Uh, they give them an opportunity to start further up on the grid than everyone else. And I think this is kind of common in, in rally events and, you know, on every scale. I think we've talked to about, um, you know, Glenn Beck and his efforts. And I think that, you know, that is also laid out as well as, yeah. um, you know, who starts where on what days. And also you get, you know, maybe a, um, a t-shirt that signifies that you've raised over a thousand dollars. And by the way, go team Limer. Yeah, Team Lyman, you know, he's coming up on his rally time here. So yeah. if, if it hasn't already started, right. I, I have to look into the calendar. But um, the, the Gumball 3000 Foundation was established in 2013 and is to benefit disadvantaged youth throughout, through educational, recreational, environmental-focused projects around the world. And uh, this is the kind of thing where, you know, they'll write a $100,000 check to a charity. And it's not just one charity. They, they donate to um, the Tony Hawk Foundation, the, the uh, When You Wish Upon a Star Foundation, the Sir Malcolm Milton Foundation, the Nelson Mandela Children's Fund in the UK, the Way the Westward I'm sorry the Westway Trust, the Lazarus Sports uh, for Good Foundation. Uh, this is just a lot of different children's charities that they donate to, and um, so again, it's it's kind of combating that argument that you know they're very self-serving that they're not right. they're really in it just for themselves, and it's uh, I think there's still a part of that that's like that you know that. Uh, that you know, it's it's sure this is a, a wealthy man's sport or wealthy person's sport, sure, um, or, or event, but uh, they're doing they're doing their part to give back to the community now, as well, mm-hmm. and I think that's good. That's a, that's definitely a positive. Uh, there's other positives along the way too, but um, that's one that I felt we needed to get out there because in twenty nine or two thousand nine rather, we didn't have that info available. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to 
bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Yeah, and there's another thing that I think we should talk about here, Scott, which we didn't really touch on in our previous podcast on the Gumball 3000. What's that? And that's that's we haven't taken a look at that criticism that you just alluded to. Oh, we didn't uh, we didn't dive into that. I didn't listen to that. You listened to the episode before you came in here. uh, Yeah, it was a few weeks back. Okay. And I'm going to be honest with you. It's kind of late at night. Yeah. So I may have missed some up. I understand. But uh, but one of the things that makes it a little bit controversial, especially our buddies at Jalopnik have written some pretty cutting things. Yeah, they have. They're not uh, they're not big fans, are they? No, they're not the they're not the biggest fans. And some of their some of their criticisms go down to um, the idea that they think it might be excess or that these drivers are flouting the law or rules of the road. Because, again, we can't emphasize enough, this happens on public roadways. Okay, that's uh, – that's, and, and I'll, I'll be honest here. I'm going ha- to come back with another point here that will counter that. But um, I understand what they're saying, and I, I was reading this article, and I was kind of, kind of blown away by it. And I think even more so when I got to the comments from the, from the readers. Um, there was a lot of hate in those, in those comments. And the, the article – the article here is, and this is from a, it was re-released actually. They re-released it right before this, uh, this, this, um, this rally. So this was initially from May 28th, 2015, and it was about the 2015 rally. It's titled The 12 Reasons Why the Gumball 3000 is Over. Yeah. Dead. Yeah. Really. Finally. And it's interesting, you know, the, the idea is that, you know, they, they describe what happens in the excess and all that, you know, the, uh, um, the, the, the flagrant flaunting, I guess, of the money and the, you know, the, the supercars and, um, you know, the disregard for law and all that that you just mentioned. And then they have a, um, an, uh, a scan of a printed page that was handed to every gumball participant in 2015 just before they entered Germany. Right. And this is going, this, this goes back to some bad blood between, um, the gumball rally and when at the time earlier in 20, 2007 when mm-hmm. they were crossing germany right. uh, there was an incident in 27 where there were a couple of fatalities and a, an accident and that's a uh, that's a dark spot on the history of the uh, the gumball 3000 for yes. sure but there is a uh, man this 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 article and the scan if you read through the scan you're going to find that they are really crippling uh, the gumball rally as it comes through germany uh, because and and what it stands for you know like the spirit of the rally i guess um, you can read this a couple of different ways, I suppose, you know, whatever side of the fence you're on about this whole thing. But uh, they're talking about limiting speeds as they drive through. So here we are in the land of the Autobahn, 
and supposedly unlimited speed. And, you know, the rest of Europe is very tough on speeders to begin with. Right. So, you know, as they go through Sweden and Norway and Denmark and Germany and Holland, all those, and the United States even, um, there's, they're pretty tough on speeders in these, in these areas, um, to begin with. I mean, Germany, yeah. Germany, I guess, maybe a little less in certain areas, of course. Uh, but what they're doing is they're saying, well, when you come through Germany this time, this year, in 2015, we've got a new set of rules for you. Mm-hmm. And this pertains in particular to this event. And, and the rules, it was like, you can't drive, and I'll just paraphrase this, but you can't sure. drive you know, in groups of 10, 10 or more, um, in formation. And in yeah. formation means close and at speed. So You can uh, take place in small groups of eight vehicles plus one escort. Yeah, an escort car. And the escort car is there to... Um, to keep them below a certain posted speed. And I think the top speed on this would be uh, like 74 miles per hour. Yeah. But in a lot of cases, they were going to limit them to 37 miles per hour as they pass through certain regions. And uh, it, it seems like they were just really, really trying to back down what these guys do when they come through. And I understand Minimize that. the possibility of an incident. They were also given a specific route. Yeah. And not to deviate from that route. And if you do deviate from that route, you'll be fined or your car might be confiscated, your license taken away. Right. And these are all things that they've done to gumballers in the past. And this was not this was not the fastest route. This was not the most scenic route. This was the route dictated by German law enforcement. Exactly. And this goes back to um, – well, okay, you know, before we even do that, I'm going to say that, you know, the Jalopnik – uh, writer here said, you know, ha, take that, you know, that kind of, is that kind of, uh, um, it was snarky. It really was. And then the comments, you know, below were like, uh, serves them right. This is the way they should be treated, you know, uh, treating public roads like this. But the, the main argument that a lot of people had with this, and I understand this argument is that the rally doesn't take place on private roads or private, you know, circuits or whatever. It's, it's, it, it happens on private or sorry, public roads. Right. And that's the problem is that, you know, if you're going to if you're going to be on public roads and acting the way that some some gumballers do, not all, of course, um, you're going to have some problems because they're going to they're going to highlight or they're going to spot the, uh, you know, I'll just put it blunt, the jackass in the crowd that is going way too fast or not using his turn signal. The one bad apple. Yeah. Cutting off people and stuff like that. You know, that happens. I get that. But think about this, Ben. That happens a lot with um, with sport bike riders, too, here in the United States and all over the world, really. Yeah. They get a bad rap for the people that. Don't ride properly, and and this is a, I think a similar thing. This just happens to be one event where the the this focus is on them for that week, and they know they're coming through. And not everyone drives like that. Not everyone right, behaves that way. All. We get it. That's just the problem that comes along with something like this. They they see that one person acting that way, or maybe a couple. I understand it happens, uh, but that's the rep that they get for you know the entire event and that's not yeah. fair i don't think that's fair to do to sport bike riders i don't think that's due to just motorcycle riders in general either i don't think so either. i don't think it's fair to do to uh, sports car owners here you know anywhere in the world and i don't think it's fair to do to just gumballers as well i think that you know you you segment out the ones that are the bad apples as you say and you say that's the way they behaved and we don't condone that we don't uh, you know we don't say that that's the right thing to do but they happen to behave that way while they were uh, they were, they're part of our event. And also, we should point out that these kind of regulations can happen with any international racing event or rally. Yeah, event, sure. They get, me. they get word that it's coming through their country. Mm-hmm. They don't want any trouble because they've maybe heard of, you know, they've, they've heard the rumors. They've heard the wise tales, the speculation, yeah, yeah, yeah. what it's all about. So then they craft a set of specific rules in order to, um, hobble that event as it comes through their, their, mm-hmm. their particular province or whatever, or, right. or country even. And, uh, and, and that's exactly what Germany did with this, with this document back in 2015. So kind of like, a, I guess you can call it neutering the event, really. I mean, that's what they did. They did, they took you the, think uh, so? yeah, I feel that way, that way about it. Um, the thing is, and I, I try to look at this a few different ways because I, okay. I, I get that, you know, there's some jerks in the crowd. Sure. I get that that happens. You know, there's some show-offs and people that, you know, are are not being uh, very responsible with the power that they've been given, right? Uh-huh. I do feel this. I feel that you need to maybe look at it in a different way. If you if you look at it and you, you simply love it for what it is, if you understand that, you know, this is meant to be kind of a crazy, showy event, and it's, sure. and it's, and it's, it's built on the idea that it's a week of excess. Mm-hmm. It's a week where... People Drive that, all day, party all night. People, that's exactly right. It's the, it's, it's the rock and roll lifestyle in for one week for these people that have the money to do something like this. Jealousy, I understand, comes into this. I know that there's, uh, oh, I know, bet. Yeah. I'm sure that's, that's part of it. And, and people won't admit to that. They won't say that, yeah, I'm jealous that you know, I can't do this myself. Um, but they, but they will say, you know, like these people are acting like, you know, jerks on the road. And I, I don't think that's right. 
that's that's a valid argument, but you also can't uh, you can't let your jealousy get in, involved in this as well. You need to look at it for what it is and and realize that yeah, there is this group of people that can afford something like this and that that, that can have fun doing something like this. Uh-huh. If they endanger other people, that's another thing. I, I I get that. That's 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 a bad part of it. But but look at it more as like a um. I don't know, like a spectator event, Ben. You know, like where if right. you're not going to be able to participate in this, you can enjoy what's happening at these events. You can you can like the parties. You can you look at the photos of the parties, or the videos of the parties, and and say, man, what what that must be like to live like that for even for a week. Yeah, I, I think that's a really good point. So here's the difficult part for me, Scott, regarding the gumball rally. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in our patios walkways and gardens with the home depot's mother's day savings event happening now get vigoro potting soil just $8.97 for strong healthy vibrant plants indoors and outside start your mother's day shopping and saving today by checking out the home depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options see homedepot.com slash delivery for details the home depot how doers get more done if you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. So I understand folks online who have a problem with this will say that it is a, a one of the Jalopnik comments was that it is a pock on car culture. Mm-hmm. However, on a personal level, my, my opinion has always been if it is your car and your money, and you're not hurting anyone, then what right do I have to tell you what to do? Okay, you're free to enjoy it however you choose, right? Now, right. If you're, obey, if you're obeying eight, laws, I think one of the big criticisms, though, is that people are saying some of the drivers will flout laws. Okay, I understand that. You shouldn't, you shouldn't, uh, you know, blatantly disregard the laws. I get sure, that. Sure. It's public, public roads. You know, you need to keep, uh, you need to keep those safe because there are other people that aren't involved in the rally. They're simply trying to get to work or, you know, to, to their parents' house or whatever. Right. That's 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 another argument, I guess. But, um, boy, how, so many ways to look at this, Ben. Because yeah. if I post a picture on Facebook of somebody standing on top of their car, uh-huh. you know, like a, um, uh, I think it was somebody from the uh, – uh, I'm trying to think of where, I, where this picture was, but I think it was a um, uh, Lamborghini. Somebody was standing on the roof of their own Lamborghini. It was their car. Yeah. I got so many responses back and forth each way of like, you know, what the hell is that guy doing? He shouldn't do that to the car. You know, that's disrespectful. And other people were saying, it's his car. Let him do what he wants. Right. You know, yeah. go, go ahead and do it. You can do anything you want to that car. You can torch it if you want. It's your car. Mm-hmm. It's probably against the law, but you know what I mean? You could do <laughs> You could do anything. So there's, there's like, uh, there's, there's variations of this. There's, there's levels of this, I suppose, you know, where people get upset about just about anything, you know, sure. um, 
and I think that some of it, some of it is based in jealousy. Some of it is just simply, um, that's not the way they would behave. And maybe that's why they have the criticism. Sure. Uh, and I get that too. There's, it just becomes kind of like a, not really a moral quandary or, or issue, rather. It's more of like just, um, maybe the way you were raised. Maybe it's, uh, maybe <laughs> it's, um, you know, that you don't have that kind of excessive money and you see it as just a waste. Yeah. Um, you see it, you know, you would, you would do better things with the money, you can say, I guess. But, you know, they've got the charity now. And they do charity auctions along the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's a, a charitable aspect of this whole thing now that yeah, wasn't, which I that think wasn't there a, before. I think it's a good thing. It's a nice addition. Well, let's – so we, we've we addressed some of the criticism. Yeah. Right? And yeah. and I think it really is one of those eye of the beholder things. One, one more quick thing. Yeah, yeah. And I was trying to think of another example of this. But remember when we did that um, – Cross-country trip that uh, it took, what was it, like 23 hours or something like that? I forget the time. 28 hours, maybe? Yeah. Uh, it was an episode, a podcast Yeah, episode. yeah, yeah, yeah. Ed Bolian and uh, mm-hmm. in that Mercedes that he modified. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People were outraged that we would even talk about that because it was uh, such a danger to the public because they were doing it on public roads going from, right. uh, was it New York to Santa Monica, I think? Uh-huh. Um, so it was a it was a dangerous trip to be to be a- sure. But actively dodging Leo, if I remember. Yeah, correctly. exactly. I mean, it was a, it was a dangerous thing, and and some people were saying like, that's really cool that he did that. And other people were saying, how could you even talk about something like that? That guy put everybody's life in danger on that route for that twenty eight hours yeah. or whatever it was. And uh, I mean, I don't know. I find that these these. Uh, it's not again not moral. It's more just like uh, you know your side of the whole thing. You know what you've uh, maybe right. grown up with your values maybe. Well, one thing we can agree on, whether you are a fan of the gumball rally or you are a committed enemy and critic thereof, regardless of how you feel, the cars are amazing. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. And I, I, again, I would like to be around this thing just to see the cars that participate, the 100 cars. Yeah, absolutely. And I've got... Uh, I've got a couple a couple things here about some of the weirdest cars oh, I'd love of to hear 2016. It. Love to hear it. All right. So there is – I'll save one for last because it's, it's one that we'll look at in further depth. So there's one guy who built his own formula-style race car. He's anonymous, and we're not sure – how street legal or street illegal it is. Okay. But at at the time of um let's see, as of May third, second day, he had made it to London from Dublin. So he made the first leg at least. <laughs> well we'll see how that pans out in the end, I right. suppose. Uh Briggs Automotive uh wrapped one of its monotrack cars in gold foil. Uh the company said that they're just going to have it show up at select occasions, I think, as a promotional thing, sure. rather than have it drive the whole distance. Show up at the parties. Yeah, which makes sense, because gold, for, like, how yeah. is that going to hold up? Well, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, and then another car that we had talked about before that I, you'll remember, I, I really loved this vehicle. I'm kind of sad to hear this news. Uh, there was a Gumbert Apollo. Yeah. And it wrecked. Oh, no. Yeah, it slid off uh, in Scotland. Uh, the driver and passenger were fine. However, the car took pretty, pretty serious wallop. So uh, that's not good news. Uh, so uh, let's just get this out there. The, the, no fatalities in this episode. No fatalities. Okay, well, that's good. It took. It, it, it's still running, but it's going to take a lot of time to deal with it. Yeah, sure. Uh, so a hand built. Uh, you know, well, it, you know, it's a supercar. Yeah, and there. This is the. This is Team 10, so hopefully at this point they have found a, a backup car or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, another update for Gumball 2016. Originally, it was intended to go from Dublin to Istanbul. However, uh, at this point, they did remove Istanbul from the destination, so the last stop is Romania. Interesting. Interest. Oh, okay. So they shortened it a bit then. I, wonder- I, I, don't, I wonder if it's a security concern thing, hmm. to be honest. So it's interesting that they shortened it, Ben. I, I can understand it. And like you said, it could have been a security issue, but uh, we just don't know. There's uh, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of turmoil over there right now, so we don't know what's happening. Yeah, but we do know that if you are in the area, if you're in one of the cities where Gumball stops, uh, it is a it is honestly a once-in-a-year chance, once-in-a-blue-moon chance 
to see an amazing number of cars that you might not ever see again all in one place. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like it, it's it's quite an event when you're there. I mean, you know, to, to be on a uh, a stop. And there's a few cities, you know, that typically get this rally coming through them regularly. Not all the time, but regularly. Mm-hmm. Like London happens to be one place where they they typically start from. And David Hasselhoff's an, <laughs> a regular. <laughs> yeah, to throw that in, David Hasselhoff is a regular in there. Yeah, he's a uh, he's big in Germany still, right? Right. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So literally taller. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. I mean, they go London to uh, London to wherever a lot of times. London to Monte Carlo, London to Paris. Right. Uh, they go from, of course, they cross continents. So sometimes they go um, London to Los Angeles or they uh, London to Istanbul, as we said. Um, some of them start here in the States. They start in San Francisco and go to, you know, Beijing, mm-hmm. um, ending at the Olympics. So they try to time it with other events that are happening as well. You know, whether that's worldwide events like the Olympics in Beijing back in 2008 or... Uh, maybe it doesn't tie in with that. Maybe they go London to New York um, in 2010 with you know stops all across Canada as well. Um, mm. So they really do try to stick with the idea that they're international. They always right. cross borders, uh, you know, for crossing oceans or you know whether it's bays or oceans. Uh, sometimes they can use a ferry. Sometimes they will take uh, cargo planes. Yeah. Uh, w- you know whatever the uh, whatever sometimes the method. you just gun it so you can jump the channel. <laughs> Skip the channel. Yeah. That's right. No, it's um. It's it's really quite an impressive feat to get this whole thing organized. I'm sure. I Absolutely. Mean, can you imagine? I, I bet they take. I would I would be willing to bet that it takes more than a year to plan the next rally. I would bet that they're working more than a year out on getting hotels, the routes planned out, uh, you know, the entertainment along the way, or if not if not more than a year, then exactly a year. Oh, absolutely. To do it, I would it. think the day after they start planning the next one. Um, you know, try to imagine imagine trying to find cargo planes to haul 100 exotic cars. <laughs> Oh wow! Across the ocean, right? What do you? How do you do that? I think it would take a while. I, I think it would, yeah. And you wanted to do it, and you want to do it, um, you know, specifically. You know, of course, everything's running on time. It has to do. It has sure. to run that yeah. way. Yeah. Otherwise, the rest of the event doesn't, you know, falls apart. Mm-hmm. So you're kind, you're dependent on weather in some situations. Um, it's just there's so so many logistics that are involved in this. It's really it's really impressive. And if nothing else, I'd like to talk to Lee and find out. Um, you know, how the planning process goes for this whole thing. It'd yeah, that's like at what point do you begin planning for the next rally? Yeah, and I, I still I stand by this, Ben. I think that they're thinking more than a year out. I have, I agree, absolutely. I, There's I, just so many moving parts. It just has to. I mean, there's so much involved in this. And, and when they do arrive at a place, you know, there's concerts and, of course, these giant parties that are thrown with sponsors and uh, champagnes flowing and everything. It's it's really quite a, um, quite a spectacle, I guess, when they're there. I'm almost worried. You know, when I was when I first opened this invitation, I was thinking, I don't know if I'm cool enough to hang with these people. I mean, these are celebrities. Oh, cool. you're pretty cool. You know, honestly, these are like these are celebrities that are used to partying like this. What if we got you just a, a small affectation of some sort, like uh, a beret or a eye patch or a cane sword, <laughs> a talking point, something, uh, yeah, to, yeah, something, yeah. something to lead into the conversation. One fingerless glove. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> interesting. 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 Terrible yeah, advice. I'm yeah, not getting out the park with terrible pretty, advice. Pretty bad advice, you're right. But um, I don't know. I, I, there's so many thoughts that go through your head when you're invited to something like this. Like, what What do you do? Like, how, what would we do for a car? Well, how? I mean, we, neither you or I have a supercar, really. I suppose we could rent one. You know, yeah. we, could, we could go we somewhere could, and... We could rent a supercar. Well, you know, I don't think it's unheard of. I think you that, can rent a supercar, but I don't think renting it for that distance would be... A very well, heard of thing. I'm, I'm saying, though, I think that people do probably rent supercars to do this. I, I would think that they would, um, not that you're going to pay per mile or anything, but also, you know, here's the other possibility is that you say you go to some uh, company there, you know, wherever the, yeah. the start of this is, and you say, look, I have an invite to participate in this. I'd why like you a throw, sponsorship. Why don't you throw your your logo all over this car and I'll drive. Yeah. Your name gets, uh, you know, dragged all across Europe and, uh, you know, in the parties or whatever, I'll wear a shirt that has your logo on it. There was one group that was driving a car covered in custom emoji paintings. <laughs> okay, all right, that's somebody who's uh, self-funded, I would suppose. I mean, <laughs> they're not—they're uh, not in it for any additional money, I would guess. But okay, so there's a, there's so many things about this rally, Ben. I I I, I love talking about it, but it yeah. it, it does lead into uh, you know kind of that. Um, I don't know. Is it is it a good idea? Is it a bad idea? Do you like it? Do you not like it? Why do you not like it? For or why it or do you it. like it? Yeah, that's a that's a forward or again it idea. And um, 
We know where certain media outlets stand on the whole thing. No, yeah, no kidding. I, I gotta buddy. say, I'm kind of, I'm fifty-fifty on it. I, I, I like it. I think I like it more than I don't like it. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah, that makes uh, sense. Yeah, I think I, I think I'm more on the pro side of this thing than the negative side of it. But I can see, I can see the point of the the people that are on the negative side and why they might not like it. Right. But uh, but, but man, I, I'll be honest, I'm more like eighty-twenty. Like it, don't like it. To me, like, I understand the objections people could have. And listeners, of course, we want to hear from you, ladies and gentlemen, your opinion of the gumball rally and especially the way it shook out in 2016. In my personal opinion, again, this is only my opinion, I just think supercars are cool and it's cool to see them in in person. So maybe they'll get so excited about the Dixie Motor Speedway. <laughs> I don't, I'm not so sure about that. I'm not but, so uh, sure about but that. But yeah, it's a, it's a fascinating topic. And, and I, again, I'll stand behind this idea that you, you need to look at it and, and love it for what it is rather right. than, rather than any kind of uh, other objection that you might have about, you know, that, you know, it's, it's a, not it's, a race. It's not Formula One. Yeah. And, and it's and, never going to be. I know it's hard to put that stuff aside, but if you look at it as like, it's entertainment. It really is entertainment. I mean, to see right. what happens at these, at these things. Just enjoy it for that, you know. More like you're on the outside looking in, and just and just enjoy it for um, entertainment purposes. So, anyways, that's my view of the whole thing. I mean, again, like an eighty twenty, you know, like it, don't like it thing. But uh, um, really, since they've added the charity, there's there's not a whole lot to complain about, really. I mean, they're they're doing a lot of good things for kids. And that Batmobile. Yeah, and that Batmobile that we talked about before. They're doing the, a uh, lot Arkham, of good things for me with that Batmobile. The Arkham car. And yeah. who doesn't love, you know, 100 custom or exotic cars coming into their town? That's really cool. That's a neat thing to see. And if you were driving the Gumball Rally 3000, what car would be your ideal pick? Don't feel obligated to say Bugatti Veyron. You don't have to uh, not to drive that. There will probably be some other people with that. As well, no. Obviously, you can make a, um, a mock-up of a of a movie car, like the Arkham car that we yeah. talked about from uh, Caresto, I think it was. Uh-huh. Uh, there's all kinds of possibilities. You can have uh, Le Mans prototype cars that are made for the street that you can race in this. Thing. The Mad Max car might be a little too gritty for it. No, I don't know. I think I think they would accept it. I think they would accept it as long as you can throw a bunch of logos on there, because that seems to be uh, you know what you have to do. You have to get the uh, the Gumball Rally logos on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to have sponsorship, of course, in order mm-hmm. to do something like this, but. Um, but what a time. Yeah, I, I, man, it would be fun. That's the thing, it? it must be so much fun. It really would be, and I, I wish we could have participated in the in the 18th edition of it ah, here. But, next uh, time. Maybe we'll get an invite to the 19th, and maybe the situation will be different. I, I hope it's different in that, you know, we can actually maybe make a go of this. I don't know, Scott, I'm a pretty busy guy. Maybe we could use my car. We could use the uh, the, the, the Volkswagen cars. CC. Yeah, just throw some gumball logos on that and uh, and go. You know what? Maybe we should just... Crash. I wonder how it works. Okay, so listeners, correct me on this too, because I, I want to hear your thoughts on this. I wonder what happens if, let's take the two, 2016 run, for example. If someone who lives in Dublin says, you know what, I'm just going to follow these guys. You can't go to the parties, but can they ban you from the roads? You could follow, you sure you could follow them. That, that wouldn't be a problem. Could you keep up? I mean, if you have a supercar, that's maybe. a good that's question. It's a, a yeah. thing. And you wouldn't be, uh, outfitted like they would be, you know, with, uh, the, the rally numbers and all that. You'd have you would to be counted pretty carefully. Yeah. yeah, you would. I don't know. I don't know if they would accept you or not if you would be shunned. I have a feeling you'd be pushed out of the group. Don't what? you think? Well, okay. I, I, I do have that feeling. I feel it's like a I'm, hypothetical person, or it's just us. Uh, no, no, hypothetical person. I think if they they show up and they try to kind of get into the mix, it's almost like trying to it's like trying to get in on the cool kid. Crowd. I mean, but also I think it's sort of disrespectful to try to do that sort of thing. Yeah, it's like breaking into a conversation or something. Or it's like, like yeah, if you see an outdoor wedding, you shouldn't just walk up to it <laughs> and grab you know uh, grab. Something off the cheese plate. Oh, we have different ideas about weddings then. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Not a, not a wedding crasher, but uh, but that does sound like fun. Um, I don't know. I, it's an interesting thought. You know, if if you decided to just kind of tag along for the whole thing, I yeah. wonder what would happen if they noticed if they noticed you along the way too. But other thing, here's the other thing: is that, that along the way, aside from the parties and the concerts and all that stuff, and you know the five star hotels, I wonder if there's special special permits that are given. You wouldn't be able to attend any of the uh, the, the special things that happen at, uh, let's say, a, a Formula One track along the way, you wouldn't yeah. be able, you wouldn't be granted entrance to that because you're not a member of that. You might have to wait outside, and that would maybe be the most frustrating part. 
because they do a lot of cool things along the way too. It's not just the dir- the driving. Hey, uh, you know, it makes me think this would be a great plot for like a spiritual successor. That's the term producers use to the original Gumball Three Thousand. Gumball, we call it Gumball Three Thousand Crash Test, right? <laughs> and it's some guy who, on a whim, probably with a, a, a lovable but doofy buddy, decides to. Uh, Try to follow the gumball rally and crash it. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, uh, if we're, th- I'm, I'm thinking out loud here, Scott, and hitting the microphone, but maybe it's their dream to meet David Hasselhoff because they have some, like, song or movie idea or whatever. They're going to put a script in his hand. Right. Yeah. Cause that always works. <laughs> and, <laughs> That's a funny idea. I would totally watch that. I would enjoy that. Yeah. Almost like a, um, a Borat thing. Yeah. You know, like along yeah. the way, like just a, just a clown that follows him along the way and that does goofy things. Mm-hmm. That might already be happening. We don't know. That might or, yeah. there, there may well already be hangers on at the Gumball 3000. Probably are some groupies along the way, you know, people that just uh, just want to hang out and be part of that whole scene. Just to get into the party. Yeah, which well, has got to be legendary. Why not, man? I, I, it seems like a lot of fun. It really does. I'd I'd, I'd love to participate sometime. I yeah. really would. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. Again, we keep talking about it, but maybe next year. We'll we'll maybe uh, next year. So we'd like to thank uh, Lee Bailey so very much for the invitation. We'd like to thank you for listening, and we want to hear. Your opinions about the gumball rally. Are you for it or again it? And if so, why? And furthermore, if you are for it, if we just blue sky this whole thing, play like Willy Wonka golden ticket rules and you go to the, the next gumball rally, what car would be your ideal car to drive. Yeah, what uh, what stood out the most to you? What's the most impressive out of the whole bunch? Mm-hmm. Or maybe a list of three or four. Yeah, don't feel like you have to pick one. No, of course not. This is uh, it's quite an event, and I'm sure it's a, uh, I guess maybe more of a spectacle when it's there. Uh, you, <laughs> right. know, you can't tear your eyes away. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to post some pictures of this invitation to check out on our social media. We're Car Stuff HSW at both Facebook and Twitter. If you want to check out our earlier episode on the Gumball 3000, as we mentioned before, you can find it on our website, carstuffshow.com. And if you say, hey, Ben, you just asked me a bunch of questions and my answers are going to be way longer than Twitter will allow me to make them. Oh, boy. And don't worry, my friends. We have just the ticket for you. You can email us directly. We are carstuff at howstuffworks.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit howstuffworks.com. Let us know what you think. Send an email to podcast at howstuffworks.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Viking. Committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, cultural enrichment, and all-inclusive fares. Discover more at viking.com. What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.